This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. The UK moves another step closer to banning phones in schools. Global Foundries secures $1.5 billion in Chips Act funding for a U.S. expansion. And the European Union opens a wide-ranging probe into TikTok. It's Tuesday, February 20th. This is Engadget News. Mobile phone ownership has become standard for people of most ages, and while there's a convenience argument, experts and regulators alike have expressed concerns about children's well-being and distraction while learning. To that end, the UK government has become the latest to announce guidance for banning the use of phones during school. It follows other European countries like France and Italy, which prohibit phones in classrooms. Some schools in the UK already have no phone policies in place. But these guidelines could bring widespread adoption and uniformity. While the UK government encourages schools to create their own policies, it outlines a few overarching options. The first and most extreme is a complete ban on mobile phones from school premises, However, the guidance acknowledges that this could create complications or risks for children when traveling to and from school. The next option takes care of that problem while still taking phones away. It suggests having students hand in their phones when arriving at school. And then there's the locker route where phones are kept strictly in students' lockers or whatever personal storage they get at school. While this allows students to keep possession of their device, it still wouldn't be usable at any point in the day, even when accessing the locker during breaks. The final option aligns with what many schools do, let students keep their phones in their bags, but they should be turned off and never accessed. The guidance also recommends teaching students about the mobile phone's potentially harmful impact on young people. Study after study has found that social media in particular can negatively impact young people's mental health. The UK government argues that in addition to combating the social media issue, restricting phone use can increase students' concentration, time being active, and spending time with peers face-to-face. Parents are encouraged to contact the school directly, rather than through a private phone if they need to get in touch with their child. The guidance also encourages parents to discuss the rules at home and Once again, the risks of phones and the Internet. The Biden administration is granting $1.5 billion in funding to global foundries to bolster semiconductor production under the CHIPS Act. The company, which spun out from AMD in 2009 and also has access to $1.6 billion in loans from the CHIPS Program Office, will split the cash between three projects. First, 
It will build a new fabrication facility in Malta, New York, where it aims to produce high-value technologies not currently available in the U.S. Global Foundries says it will use the facility to build chips for a range of industries and applications, including the automotive, aerospace, defense, and AI spaces. Construction is expected to start in 2025. Secondly, Global Foundries plans to expand its existing facility in Malta by incorporating tech from its Singapore and Germany plants, with the aim of making more semiconductors for use in cars and trucks. This expansion, combined with the new fab, will enable Global Foundries to triple the capacity of its Malta campus over the next decade or so. Once all phases of those projects are complete, Global Foundries expects to increase wafer production to $1 million per year across the plants. And last, the remaining funding will go toward modernizing an existing fab in Burlington, Vermont. The aim is to build the first U.S. plant capable of high-volume manufacturing of next-generation gallium nitride on silicon semiconductors for electric vehicles, smartphones, the power grid, and other key technologies. The plant will use entirely carbon-free energy, while an on-site solar system will provide up to 9% of annual power needs. Aligned with the broader aims of the CHIPS Act, the investment is designed to improve domestic semiconductor supply chains. Global Foundries says that there are only four companies that can deliver current and mature foundry capabilities at its scale outside of China, and it's the only one of those based in the U.S. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. TikTok is in the EU's crosshairs over potential Digital Services Act breaches around the safety of minors and other matters. The formal proceedings will focus on addictive algorithms, the rabbit hole effect, age verification issues, and default privacy settings. The European Commission is also probing ad transparency and data access for researchers, it said in a press release. The probe is focusing on the privacy and safety of minors. The Commission will look at the potentially negative aspects of TikTok's design and algorithms, including addictive behavior and rabbit hole effects that can lead to harmful content. The assessment aims to counter potential risks for the exercise of the fundamental right to the person's physical and mental well-being and the respect of the rights of the child. As part of that, it's also examining TikTok's age verification tools that are supposed to prevent access by minors to inappropriate content. At the same time, it will force the social media site to ensure high levels of privacy safety, and security for minors with regard to default privacy settings, much as it did for Meta's Instagram and Facebook. Europe is also looking into TikTok compliance with DSA obligations to provide a searchable and reliable repository for advertisements. At the same time, it's investigating suspected shortcomings in researcher access to TikTok's publicly accessible data as required by the DSA. After the proceedings open, the Commission will continue to gather evidence. The procedure allows it to take further enforcement steps, 
including interim measures and non-compliance decisions. Thanks for listening. There's more to these stories and additional articles at Engadget.com. This episode featured journalism by Engadget contributors Sarah Fielding, Chris Holt, and Steve Dent, and was produced by Spoken Layer. Enjoy your day. I'll be back tomorrow with more tech news from Engadget. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.